Welcome to PST, Podcast for Surviving Teachers, where we, Mackenzie, Abby, Amelia, Michael, and Talia, break down contemporary teaching issues and create innovative suggestions for early career teachers to overcome. We recognise this is being recorded on Ghana land and pay respect to their connection to culture and acknowledge their sovereignty of country yesterday, today, and forever. Alright, morning everyone. Welcome back to another podcast for Surviving Teachers. My name's Abby and my highlight of the week is I went back into netball for summer season. I'll flick across to Michael. Hey guys, this week my dad actually got released from a big responsibility from our church, so it's just been like big celebrations at the moment and our family gets to spend a bit more time with us. That's awesome. Um, my name's Talia, a highlight of my week is just having a lot of birthdays. I feel like everyone I know is born in October, so I've just had a lot of events, which is really nice to connect with family and friends. What about you, Mackenzie? Um, I actually, unfortunately, don't have a highlight, but I'm like <laughs> looking forward to the end of uni, so that's my highlight. It's kind of all wrapping up now. Yeah. How about you, Amelia? So Mackenzie might be the perfect example yeah. of this podcast, just surviving. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so my highlight is I got to try proper karaoke for the first time, oh, which is pretty cool. Ooh, pretty cool. Exciting. I'm glad to hear some of those highlights um, and that we're all getting towards the end of this. Um, so this week we're looking at ethical issues um, and discussing kind of the implications with ethical issues and how we can come across a solution. I think Michael brought up a really good point of when we're discussing ethical issues, is there a solution um, and unfortunately the answer is no um, ethical issues are really grounded in people's individual morals um, and their ways of them looking at justice for people and that's why in education it's really important that obviously a lot of ethical issues do arise um, but as teachers as senior leadership as students and in our parents as well all those stakeholders of play um, we're collaboratively discussing with them how we can um, better the students' education because that's what we're here for at the end of the day. Um, so this podcast specifically, we're going to look at some case studies relating to school camps. That's a really big ethical issue that's come up, especially over COVID as well, um, as a lot of them have had to be um, stopped and can't, having, can't have students together when they're isolating. Um, so we're going to look at some different articles. Our first one um, we're going to look at was um, specifically to do with South Australia. Um, so then there was an ABC article by Alice Dempster about SA outdoor education operators and their plead for clarity on a return to school camps, specifically during COVID. Um, again, this is something that we don't really think about is that those outdoor education sh- um, teachers that specifically go through their degrees, kind of learning about how to teach skills um, to do with kayaking and climbing and things like that, um, and how their job has essentially just disappeared. Um, so there was a really good point in that one 
uh, specifically um, that teachers are caught up in the rubbish about camp being dangerous, um, therefore being expendable. So to achieve that goal of more wellbeing is basically having to invest in reconceiving people to do it. So they're kind of um, showing that camps don't have a place anymore. Um, does anyone have any opinions on whether camps do have a place in schooling? Talia, do you want to go ahead? I remember it was just super exciting. Like being on school camp, especially in primary school, it's probably like your first opportunity, like being away from your family, actually being with your peers. Mm-hmm. And I think gaining that bit of independence and what it's like to be away from home. Mm-hmm. And I remember having such like great memories about camp. Mm-hmm. And it's like when you brought this article forward, I'd be, I was like, oh, wow. Like I didn't realise there was such like a debate about whether it's important or not. Because I think it's definitely... It allows you to be beyond the um, classroom environment and like looking at what's happening here in South Australia, like the camp mentioned is, you know, designed for students mm. with learning difficulties um, and diagnosed like autism. And I was like, this could be a great opportunity for these kids to actually thrive in an environment because I know sometimes schooling environments for students with learning difficulties and disabilities is mm. really hard for them to feel, you know, be able to connect with others because of like, you know, not like, feeling a bit behind. but. In this, it's all about collaborative effort um, mm-hmm. and doing group games and like really forming those bonds, which are super important for relationships, especially Absolutely. throughout. Like I remember in year eight, we went on camp in like the first few weeks, and it was the best thing because that's how you met all your friends because you're away together, actually bonding. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think school camps is a completely like valuable resource for all students. I think it's like it teaches students like those life skills, and those mm-hmm. social skills that mm-hmm. they don't necessarily always get when they're at school. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good point um, in the last article as well by Barry is she talks about those school camps are a rite of passage to remember mm. um, and that they actually hold like a nostalgic air, um, kind of aspect to them as well as um, you have those stories like now you're like oh year nine camp year 10 yeah. camp we did this we did that um, and again bringing up the relationships she talks about connections are made and strengthened between students and teachers and successful team building promises and improvement to interpersonal relations for the rest of the year so okay. camps and those skills aren't just learnt for that one week or however yeah. many days it is but that relationship is then kind of continued throughout the school year as you get to know your teacher and things like that however on the off side of that is we kind of talk about the con of um where does that relationship stop with the students so this is where another ethical dilemma brings it in is whether teachers are getting too close to students um and how mm. does that then how do we kind of stop that relationship at a camp because you're seeing them 24 yeah. 7 um anyone have any points about that but adding on to that like just thinking about all of my camps so mm. i can't honestly think where there's a situation where a teacher's getting too close to a student because the students are always in groups mm. so unless you have a single student that's getting close individually with the teacher yeah. that's inappropriate on its own and yeah. the teacher kind of needs to set that barrier it's not necessarily like the inappropriateness of it but the fact that when teachers are being put on camps there's no um, taken away from this work environment so for that whole week they're in that work environment it's more that mental aspect of I it I think that's just like really playing on the fear of vulnerability mm-hmm. and being an actual human and I don't like that I feel yeah. like teachers need to be seen as human beings because yeah. like as a student like I want to have a good relationship with my uni tutors and as a pre-service teacher I want to have a good relationship with my um, you know students on placement and stuff and I feel like in doing that, I talk to them about their hobbies and talk to them about their night and, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm going to do uh, when I leave and go home. And um, it, nev- it never gets to that point of being an ethical issue and being inappropriate as long as, obviously, you, um, yeah, remain professional um, and just focus on actually building a relationship with your student. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think that might just be, especially parents as well, maybe fearing that um, their students are seeing their teachers as actual human beings. I'm not sure. 
Mm. Yeah. Amelia. So you were saying, like, the whole thing is remaining professional, which is, like, entirely agree with. Mm-hmm. But then what Abby was saying before, it's like, you're at camp this whole time. Like, we normally a professional 9 to 5 or whatever, yeah. 8 to 4. Mm. And you have time to calm down. Yeah. If you're on camp, you mm. don't have that. Mm. Yes. So and that's, that's another kind of ethical dilemma of teachers are now having to find a place of teaching the skills of a camp. So they're mm-hmm. teaching kids to live on their own, well, like live by themselves. It might be their first night away from home in a really long time. They're having to teach students to be accountable for themselves. Like your um, kind of influence over the student and your responsibility for them increases exponentially on yeah. camps as well. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like now I'm not just a their teacher, I'm a role model, I'm a mentor, yeah. um, which is great in a school environment, but putting that into somewhere, God knows where you are, yeah. um, kind of in the middle of nowhere, um, it can be really, um, yeah, difficult. Um, I'm just going to bring on to the last kind of con um, in this ethical dilemma um, is obviously finances. So um, I don't know about you, but I went to quite a like privileged private school, which I was very um, fortunate to go to. And one of the camp choices that we did have was a snow camp and they went to the snow for a week yeah. and they skied and it was extremely yeah, expensive. Yeah. Um, and then, um, yeah, it was incredible like once in a lifetime opportunity but understanding that that camping um, industry is obviously not transferable to other schools um, and it is a really big concern the last one of the um, issues that's talked about in the um, the first article by nine news they talk about that we know the camping industry is very concerned about schools either putting the pause on camps to see how they can manage this provision or they're cancelling camps altogether so actually schools reviewing budgets now that they've seen them taken out due to covid and being like Mm -hmm. well we can easily use that money somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Amelia, do you have a point? Yeah, so, because, like, that camp sounds amazing. It was so mm. awesome. And, like, my school did one to Canberra and for the Japanese students, trip to Japan. Mm. But schools can choose to have local camps. You yes. can choose. Like, I went to one that was, like, half an hour down the road mm. for, like, two days. Mm-hmm. And it was still an amazing experience. Like, you Absolutely. can choose to do a smaller, cheaper camp and still give them the same, like, experiences because you don't go to camp to go to snow mm. you go because of everything Tali was saying before like build those relationships mm-hmm. feel more confident in what you can do learn skills to take care of yourself mm. mm-hmm. absolutely Michael do you have any ish points to add um I just think that as we're talking about this idea of um, camps and the ethical issues behind it you know when we look at the school context you know doing the right thing for uh, someone for the students for the parents for everyone involved it's it's not as simple as you know you first imagine you know like we go back to that issue with you know the teachers being there 24 7 okay well then do we have the solution of you know doing like um shifts but then why would you do that because they're already on site so as you as you said at the beginning it's Mm. hard to find that concrete solution to this and and we're just looking at one case study of camps and this is the beginning of talking about ethics in, in school. Absolutely. I think that um, wraps it up really well. Um, and from all our research that we've kind of done, um, essentially the education department have um, kind of reacted to a lot of the th- issues that have been coming up through COVID and that they said that they're working with schools to ensure programs can go ahead with existing budget parameters. Um, so I guess as we're surviving teachers and we're about to go into the real world, um, we might see some changes and it'll be interesting to see how this ethical dilemma goes ahead um, in our own teaching experiences. So thanks guys for this week's podcast and we'll see you next week.